Hi, everybody. I'm Ralph Benmergi. Welcome to Yehupitzville, brought to you by Pear Tree Canada. I uh, hope you're having a good start to the uh, Christian calendar year now that it's 2023. Uh, a lot of people telling me that they're going to do something different this year. I'm sure things like gym memberships go up and then in about two months go down again. But I know we're all just trying to be better people. So don't be hard on yourself and don't overpromise. That's the way I see it. Um, today, we're going to go to British Columbia. We're going to a place I actually haven't been. I've been, where have I been? I've been to Prince Rupert. I've been to Smithers. I've been to Terrace. I've been to Victoria. I've been to Souk. I've been to Tofino. I've been to Vancouver, but I've never been to Kamloops. So this time, I shall not leave it untouched. Kamloops is my destination. And uh, my guide will be Heidi Coleman, who's the CEO of the Royal Inland Hospital Foundation, the only hospital in Kamloops. How are you, Heidi? Oh, I'm great, Ralph. So glad to have you here in Kamloops, virtually. Well, I, I, lo I looked at the population map and uh, of the over 100,000 people who now live in Kamloops, 0.07% identify themselves as Jewish. I know, that... and I know every single person. <laughs> All right. So talk to me about your 0.07%. Um, tell me who, who is a Jew yeah. in Kamloops. So when I got here about a uh, little over 10 years ago, I said, came from Montreal. So I know you, Ralph, and, you know, I'm a Montrealer, lived there all my life, except for the past 10 years. I said, okay, I'm working for a hospital foundation. There's got to be Jewish doctors in here. It's just not possible. I got a university, Thompson Rivers, and I've right. got a hospital. So I'm going to seek them out, you know, uh, like CSI. I'm going to find them. And, of course, I did. Uh, there, there was um, two twin brothers here, Mark and um, uh, Simon Treisman, and then David Kramer and Sam Cosman. I mean, of course, there's there were Jewish doctors here and Rachel Maurice. These are female doctors, too, of course. And then university professors, I found them. Them. And uh, so I, as I, um, I found them out. And the, how I found them is when I got here, it was around Yom Kippur, and I had gone on the WordPress, and I heard that there was a Jewish community. I, I knew there was no synagogue, but I wanted to find them, and they were doing tashlich at some beach along the river. And my son Julian and I got in the car, and we drove to the wrong beach. We were looking for people. I saw a lot of people with dogs, but I knew what I was looking for. And then we finally got to um, Riverside Park, and there they were down, you know, a group huddled together, and I started to walk towards my people. And they saw me coming, and they opened the circle, and I came in, and we just sat there listening. And then they all looked at me and said, yeah, who are you? And I said, I, I'm Heidi. I just got here from Montreal. And uh, wow, welcome, welcome. And I think the next question was, would you be the president of the, <laughs> of the Kamloops Jewish community? And I said, well, I just got here. And I said, I know, but you know, you're from Montreal. That's Jewish. And they found out I was praying. I knew the, the, the prayer, so I spoke Hebrew. I mean, it didn't happen that fast. So Tom Friedman was standing there. He was the current president, and he was a professor at Thompson Rivers University in English. He uh, had relatives from Montreal, but he was raised in Vancouver. And he just said he was uh, going to do a run for the NDP, and he just would love to um, be past president. Could I be the new president? And I've been president ever since because nobody wants the job. It's, you know, so uh, so. It's it's been great. It's been really great. 
I always find that, you know, that volunteering thing is kind of tricky because people go, I don't think I have the time. But, you know, I've been all over the country with this wonderful program. And there's always somebody who has a good heart and the ability and skill, obviously, but people like you who go, I'll do it. It's fine. I'll do it. Um, So, okay. So how do you nurture by the way, the idea that looking for Jews only in the high professions, were there no schlubby Jews who were just, you know, backpacking through and decided to live in Kamloops? Oh, my God, there were definitely, they're not schlubby Jews, but they're hippie Jews. Right. So we we have a fantastic family here called the Rubensons, uh, Paula and Mendel Rubinson. They Mendel was born in a DP camp in, um, I think it was Milan in, in Italy. His parents were Holocaust survivors. And he, they came to Montreal. They lived on Cote St. Catherine. You know, Jayas brought them in. <clears throat> Mendel was probably around 72 now, 73. So when he was 18, he got in the car and they drove across the US and he fell in love with a woman in Berkeley who was Paula and Paula um, was from Brooklyn and she was uh, studying at Berkeley. They fell in love and they came west and uh, well they sorry they went north they got to Vancouver and they got married had a baby and then the the BC government was giving them land so they went you know you talked about where you went like Prince Rupert but they were up a place called Dead Man's Creek And they started to um, farm. They lived without water, running water. And they had three kids and Paula homeschooled and they raised them and then came a bit closer to town. They're organic farmers. And how I met them is my husband, Glenn, who's who's not Jewish, but thinks he's Jewish because he grew up in Brooklyn. He's we're walking in the farmer's market and he hears Paula talking, you know, like selling her lettuce. And he screams out, hey, Brooklyn. And she turns her head and she's like almost wants to say, who the F for you? You know, and. <laughs> And uh, so they meet, and that's how we met Paula. And so Paula and Mendel have three kids, Rebecca, Saul, and Eli. And uh, Rebecca's married to an indigenous man from the Skeetchison. So he calls, you know, he's got his kids who are uh, indigenous Jews, grandchildren who are indigenous Jews. And uh, and they're very, they do beautiful um, events at their farm where they get everybody in their uh, VW wagon coming for the solstice. And hmm. and we do, we do Sukkot out at the farm outside so there are uh they're the hippie jews that we have and they settled here that's beautiful you know yeah that's that part where you talked about jayas by the way uh my family came to toronto from morocco because of jayas and their uh ability to 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 bring us and and help us uh get started so it's a wonderful organization um okay so you've got so all right, so your husband's not Jewish, but thinks he's Jewish because everyone in Brooklyn is Jewish. Exactly. Whether they want to be or not. Right. Uh, and everybody else is Italian or Jewish in all of New York City. That's the way that works. Yeah. So, all right, so but Montreal, you know, you're soaked in, in being Jewish if you grow up in Montreal. Did you have a second thought when you thought about moving to Kamloops? Did you think, oh, <laughs> there's no Jews in Kamloops. How am I going to do this? A great question, Ralph. You know, so I we came here for a bit of the adventure to uh, my husband wanted to different have a different challenge in life, but more a different experience. And it was around the time we were living, you know, in Lachine. But right before that, we were in, I remember being in NDG and 
you know, you'll know this. And the, there's someone called in on the phone about a, a store in NDG that had the English letters bigger than the French letters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this was someone just sort of tattletailing on. And and then when I was vice president of the Jewish General Hospital Foundation, and there were so many people calling us. They needed doctors. They needed to get their knees and hip done. And nobody had a family doctor. And at the time, the Office de la Langue Française was hiring like 50 more people. And I just said, you know, they're not they're not investing in healthcare here. Let's go see how the rest of Canada or the other side of the world, you know, lives in, in BC. And of course, BC has its own problems, but they were different. So we decided to move out here. And, uh, you know, it was it was uh, it's good for the soul, you know, to try and do something different. But I was worried about how am I going to be perceived here? Are there any Jewish families here? And the woman who had the job before me, she was moving um, to the island, Vancouver Island. She said, you know, Heidi, I'm gay and everybody knows it. And I've been very accepted here. And I said, that's great. That's all I have to know. And uh, so I I moved out here and I definitely put it in the article about me that I'm Jewish. I, I, you know, I, I enter Jewish. So people know that because I don't want to be sitting in a meeting where someone, you know, makes a crack or I don't know, not that I've heard it sometimes more in Quebec, you know, don't play the Jew or, you you know, I Jewed him down. So I remember I had to, I joined Rotary as part of my job and part of get to know the community. And I remember that we give out money at the end of Rotary, like uh, you, you, you donate and you, you could tell a, a good story, happy bucks or a marketing bucks. And I just remember saying, telling the story about my grandmother and the pushka. And when something good happened in the family or, you know, you had to go put money in the pushka or, you know, like, you know, to to um, to donate or ward off the evil eye. And so I said that uh, giving money to happy bucks, if I talked about a baby being born in the family or something that I was putting money in the pushka or. Or if I, you know, there was a mishap or a car accident that didn't happen, you know, so I explain that as a Jewish tradition. So I really put it out there a lot. And I've, I've been very accepted to the point where people ask me to recommend books on, you know, the Israeli-Palestinian situation. I've been invited by the Kamloops uh, uh, like seniors at learners to, to talk to about Judaism and about Israel, which of course I'm not an expert, but you know, I know, know a little bit more than them. So uh, people are, and it's, and it's evolved so much now. I mean, we, the news, when it's Hanukkah, I get a call from CFJC news. They want to do a story on what night it is. And so there, there's been a lot of uh, incredible people here. And when we had that shooting in Pittsburgh at the synagogue, mm-hmm. uh, it was James McDonald, the head of Western Canada theater who grew up in Montreal and Toronto and his he, he said let's do a vigil and we did a beautiful evening where so many community community members came out mm. so the yeah the community is very accepting and I just had to figure out you know for me I went to private Jewish school growing up in Dollard and uh, felt very Jewish living in Montreal and being very involved in my community. And so I I said, you know, what does this community need? But sometimes I feel if I don't organize it, uh, it, it doesn't happen. And that's a lot of responsibility. And I heard another of your podcasts where someone talked about that, not wanting it to feel like a burden. It has to be from joy. So I keep it there. And I get a lot of help from uh, the different community members. We have a lot of young Jewish people who are 
are here came either to through the university. And so they're helping me with uh, Passover. And we've had some amazing Passover seders, uh, some that, you know, one, one was up, up at the university and I spoke to the culinary school and I told them all about the different foods you have to eat and the said and I explained it. And I got the culinary students to go and do a bit of research about the Sephardic Haraset and my friends from Turkey. And so I, I, you know, that's probably the the teacher in me, you know, if they're going to help us ba- cook for this, go learn about it. And so they did. They found Haraset from around the world. And the professor loved that because it was something to teach the kids. That's so, fantastic. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I mean, yeah. uh, my my wife's Ashkenazi and she knows how to make Sephardic Haraset. So I'm staying. That's right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I mean, going anywhere. And, and it's great. so interesting that you're, you're, you're making connections to those outside of the community and helping them to understand what it is to be Jewish. And then there's the ability for you, I'm sure some of the doctors come and go and some of the profs come and go, but do you make a, an, an extra effort to find those people when they show up at the hospital or the university or anywhere else? Or do oh. they find you? So a little bit of both. They, But, you know, we're not so good getting our WordPress website up. But I just spoke to um, Reese Miyamoto, who's half you know Japanese and half Jewish. Her parents are in Israel right now. And she's helping me get it up and going. So they find me uh, and then I find them because one of some of the professors will tell me, oh, there's this new uh, Jewish professor. And so we seek them out. And I just got a call uh, a few days ago from a guy named Dan Daniel, uh, Daniel and his partner Daniel Daniel's from Brazil and he works for the JCC in Vancouver and his partner Dan Dan well now it's Dan and Daniel um is from uh Singapore and they're moving to Kamloops and so they Mm. sought me out and he uh they're coming here for work and so of course right away I had them for dinner and got to know them and then now Daniel says to me uh from Brazil the Jewish Daniel you know okay let's what are we doing for Passover so I said oh my god I'm giving it to you let's uh let's work on it so I do the same you know it's interesting to new uh healthcare workers that uh that have arrived there's a guy named Mohammed who just arrived from Abu Dhabi to be our MRI technician to work in the night and I'm very uh, keen on finding him a place to live and so I do it in my job for, with love and so of course I don't want any Jewish person not to to feel welcome here and uh you know I and it's been great and, and because yeah. there's new Jew, new Jews that come all the time like Jeff Meyer and his wife Mel came and they came from Vancouver and they were a little bit like oh my god like I put took my kids out of private Jewish school to move up to Kamloops because he had a, a job here and he said we gotta we gotta do a lot of work here because I don't want them to lose all that so, so let me do- so let me ask you this then uh, you you mentioned your own son um, yeah. how do you how do you make sure that there is a a, a passing of the Jewish tradition to your son and to those children in an environment where there's not very many Jewish indicators around them. Yeah, that's great. So we we started doing some Hebrew lessons. We have a woman here, a nurse. Um, well, she, she was a nurse, and then she was a spiritual leader named Marcy Gofsky, and then she became a rabbi through um, one of the yeshivas in New York. So she works at the university, and she works at the uh, hospital, and then she was also teaching Hebrew. So we started some Hebrew lessons for the kids, and that was great. And we try and do Friday night dinner as often as possible. We do all the holidays, and I, as my son, 
son got older and he wanted to go out with his friends a bit more. And I would say like, no problem, but you know, it's Hanukkah, we're lighting the candles, it's Passover. So he knows he's got to come to that. And then when it was time for his bar mitzvah, uh, I, I used um, Seth Goldsway, who uh, did my sister's children's bat and bar mitzvahs. And we did studying on Zoom for his Haftorah. And then I ended up having the bar mitzvah in Toronto. My parents couldn't travel. So it was made more sense to go there. But Seth since then has done two other bar mitzvahs here. And he's even come out to Kamloops. Mm. So we had a beautiful bar mitzvah for for, um, David Kramer and Ali's son, Zach and Sam. And uh, we we hosted it here. And I'll just tell you one beautiful story. When we were looking for a restaurant to have the bar mitzvah in, we approached this man and he said, you know, I cannot believe you've called me because I'm German and I just bought this restaurant here. It was part of the golf course. And he said, I've always wanted to connect with the Jewish community. He's probably in his early 60s. And he said, I never really reached out to you and now you're reaching out to me and would be such an honor to host this bar mitzvah as a German non-Jew and what we, you know, what we all went through growing up and after the Holocaust. And so we, it was so meaningful for him. Mm -hmm. He participated. And so there are so many stories, Ralph, like I hear people tell me, uh, come up to me and say, you know, my mother was Jewish or my father was Jewish. And they've people come out of the woodwork. Some of them have called me and said, I just found out I have some Jewish DNA or Jewish blood and I don't know how to deal with it. And I'm like, well, we all don't know how to deal with it. So, you know, get in line. <laughs> That's right. Start complaining. Yeah, exactly. That's your first thing. <laughs> and 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 so there's so many interesting people. I wanted to just mention one story. Of, I met this beautiful man who's no longer here named David Baines. One of the first times I arrived, just and he called me up. And he came from, um, he was somewhere in, he's not 100% sure, but somewhere in the in Poland, or he was part of the kinder transport. And he was adopted by a family out in Alberta, where his father hid it for told him, you're, you're Jewish, we've adopted you, you know, you're Jewish, but please don't tell anybody they lived like it red deer or something. And, and his, um, his mother never spoke to him about it. And, and as after his father died, he tried to look for some papers, and he couldn't, he found very little. And then he, uh, he was so excited to connect with the Jewish community here, because uh, towards the end of his life, he came to all so many uh, Jewish events and I told him I'd help him look for his family if he wanted to and he said no his wife he said she's a good woman but she doesn't like all this Jewish stuff that we're doing in Kamloops Mm. Uh, so she never participated but he he eventually did pass away but he had a really rich Jewish life at the end uh, but not from the beginning so so many stories so many yeah tell me uh, Kamloops right now also has a, a very sad uh, yeah. chap- chapter uh, the the finding of over two hundred um, bodies of children at the residential school. Has there been a Jewish response to that? Can you, has, you know, was there some way of reaching out to to be part of a uh, a supportive community in that case? Yeah, we when it first happened, of course, um, we reached out as a Jewish community and sent a donation to where they. Um, to the organization that Tekemloops wanted it to go to. I've spoken to Chief Roseanne Casimir about it and and uh, they we've we've gone 
together, uh, walking over to the land and have participated at the at their sacred grounds uh, with a few of the Jewish community when we went there just to be a part of them. So they know we're here and, and uh, they've seen the response from us. Um, and just want to tell you that the opposite happened when there was a shooting in Pittsburgh. I got a call from an elder who wanted to sit down and do a healing with the Jewish community when that happened. We did that up at Thompson Rivers University and that was very unbelievable as well. So it sort of works both ways. But yes, the community has been um, present uh, and, uh, and you know, very trying to get as close as we can. And that's helped, of course, with Rebecca's family, her her husband, Rod, his his cousin is was the chief of the Skechison band, which is all part of um, the Shekwetnik people. And so, and I have taken Shekwetnik Sheen lessons as part of my job, but also uh, as to be interested to show the, the the Jewish community is very interested. So the mm-hmm. more we can do together um, is always helpful. It's always, you know, and I think they see a little bit of, you know, that persecution, you know, um, yeah. is that we have that in common. Yeah, sadly, yeah, yeah. sadly. Sadly, but not a, there's so many who can say that in this world, unfortunately. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so a, a final piece of advice for someone who's Jewish, who's thinking of moving to a place like Kamloops, a place that has a very small Jewish community, what 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 would you say to somebody who said, you know, I'm thinking of moving to Gogama. Um, I don't. I'm a little nervous because I'm Jewish. Um, what would you tell them? Well, it's hard to get kosher meat here, but we do have people, you know, going to Kelowna to get some, or anytime someone goes to Vancouver, and of course everyone goes off and they bring back whatever they can, matzah for Passover and stuff. There's even some restaurants that will put matzah on their order, and we can find it in some of the stores here at certain time. An an email goes right away, found matzah, save on, you know, (laughs) run, run. Run, exactly. Uh, But we we have a beautiful, I would almost like to say like a chavera, and though we don't have a synagogue here, we do get together and, and, you know, the United Church has offered many times that we could use their synagogue, their, sorry, their church, their sanctuary on Saturday because they don't use it. Uh, some people feel like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. So we do other um, get togethers and we would love to bring someone from Montreal or Toronto or even Vancouver to have a, a Shabbat tone. We talk about it all the time, but we work hard together. We just had about 60 people at a Hanukkah party at Ali and Dave's house and we're getting ready for Passover and it's going to be a lot of people and so if you a lot of the community does go to to Kelowna if they want to go to um, a service and that's great and maybe one day we will have something here I I heard that um, there's a a center that's just a non-denominational center that's opening up that they would love us to uh, to to use their their place and you know the Japanese cultural center has offered so it's a way for us to get to know other people and uh and thankfully we have um great potluck dinners and shabbatons in people's houses and i feel i'm living a very full jewish life mm-hmm. uh, here and uh some of the Ital- you talked about the italians we have a very strong italian community here you know they came many years ago we've got the colombo hall and there are a lot of um catholic italians that want to go to israel and and uh, it's on their bucket list and so i'm always trying to plan uh, for the best time, a joint Jewish and non-Jewish trip to Israel. And we're, I'm going to do it in the next two years, either with JNF or some organization, because I think that would really uh, be special. 
So I think come on down. There's there is a thriving small Jewish community here, and it, I love getting involved with the young students and uh, and the ones that have graduated and now working here. And just one last thing, you know, when the when the uh, Syrian Jews um, were looking to be obviously get out of Syria, I joined an organization called um, Raft, which was Refugees and Friends Together. A few of the Jewish community joined that group, and we helped bring over six Syrian families, probably more seven and I got to know the um, the Muslim community really well and that was really important so there's a lot of things that you can really affect change in a small town and I think it's great so come on and the houses are cheaper than in Vancouver so Jewish Vancouverites are moving here excellent uh, excellent and the community is growing wonderful Heidi thank you so much for doing this with me I I love what you're doing and and the heart and soul you put into it and the connectivity uh is just fabulous so thank you for the time I truly appreciate it oh thank you Rob I love what you're doing I so enjoy listening to all the ones from Tasmania to Maine I love (laughs) what you're doing and uh really so great to talk to you Heidi Coleman is the CEO of the Royal Inland Hospital Foundation, the only hospital in Kamloops, and she joined me from Kamloops. Well, my friends, this has been Yohopitzville, sponsored by Pear Tree Canada, reducing the after-tax cost of giving for Canadian major gift donors. Learn more at peartreecanada.com. I'm your host, Ralph Benmergi. Our producer is Michael Freeman. Our music is by Louis Samayo. And if you want to travel with us across this great country and around the world visiting more small Jewish communities, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to hear more of my work, go to ralphbenmergi.ca. My book is there, I Thought He Was Dead, and my podcast, Not That Kind of Rabbi, and whatever else I'm up to these days. If you want to hear more from the Canadian Jewish News or stories, you can find them at the Canadian Jewish News' website, the cjn.ca. Thanks, and we'll see you next time in Yehokitsu.